10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. Here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yeah, yeah. What's good, people? It's your host, Lady Liz, and my co-host. Ray, what's up, y'all? Y'all already know what it is. You are tuned in from the ground up productions, and it's only one way to go from here. That's right, that's right, that's right. Listen, for those who um, are coming across our podcast for the very first time, let me explain to you what From the Ground Up Productions is about. We are a place where we interview entertainers, legends, entrepreneurs, and business owners. The purpose of this podcast is to pay homage to the legends in the industry, but also to help bring exposure to independent artists and those in the entertainment field, all right? It is a place where we discuss relatable topics along with educating our viewers. We do this by speaking to different professionals about their experiences, their goals, and challenges. When doing that, we want to make sure that you, the listener and the viewer, learn valuable information that can help you evolve. This is a no judgment zone. We tell people to come as you are. We always say that. So, so very important. Make sure you come as you are. We so happy to be back yeah. here today. Okay. <laughs> Listen, let me tell y'all, um, like I'm a trooper. All right. I am a trooper because I had COVID. So that's why we had to actually cancel the last show. So this show here today is um, we had to reschedule this show. And we got Mikey J, who is a, this this brother is so talented. I'm talking about he got a lot going on. Artist, uh, film director, you name it. He got it going on. This brother got so much going on. We're going to bring him on in a minute. But before we do that, we first want to give y'all a quick commercial break and this is for content creators so listen up are you a content creator do you make music videos short films documentaries web series kids shows movies stand-up comedy visual podcast educational shows or sports are you a fitness instructor or gamer do you record church ceremonies or report news if so, contact From the Ground Up Productions TV by email at From the Ground Up Productions at gmail.com. For more information on getting your content played on our network on Roku, where there are over 85 million viewers and growing. No more being limited or blocked on social media from the content you post and create. Get the freedom to be you without restrictions from controlled social media. And if you want to run your ads or sponsor our network, contact us now at from the ground up productions at gmail.com to get started now
You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. Yeah, yeah. What's good, people? We are back. Your host, Lady Miz, and my co-host. Ray, y'all know what it is. Y'all already know. We here. We in the building, y'all. Listen, without further ado, we want to bring on this amazing brother. He go by the name of Mikey J, and y'all going to get to know him and everything that he got going on. So let's welcome Mikey J to the show. What's good, my brother? <laughs> What's good, Mikey J? Uh-oh. Your sound, we can't hear you. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, there, there we go. There you go. There you go. All I'm right, good. say something. I'm good. I'm good. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah, there, there we go. go. There we go. How you doing? How you doing I'm tonight? Good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling good, feeling blessed. Uh good to see that you're doing that you're doing well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, thanks a lot. Um, again. You know, I have to apologize. We had to cancel, uh, reschedule the show for you to come on today because I was, I, I, my daughter got COVID. I ended up getting COVID and I was just like, damn, but I fought through it and I'm here. We back. <laughs> Listen, because a lot of people are not here to talk about it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, so listen, Mikey J, um, you have so much going on and um, you have a very long, long resume. Um, and I do want to get into everything that you got going on and promote what you have as far as your movie coming out, your new music and all of that. But before we get into that, I always like to start at the root so people can understand Mikey J, who he is evolved into and where he came from so why don't you first give us a little history of who mikey j is um well i was born in harlem but i was brought right home to the bronx from the hospital um outside of, <laughs> outside of being a rapper a music producer and and doing films you know i'm a dad you know i'm a oh. my grown but you know i love my i love my kids man and that's really it. I'm a philanthropist. I just love being my brother's keeper, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Okay. So why don't we start with this? Why don't you tell us? Okay. So you, you're, you do a lot of different things. You started off with doing music first. Was that your first love? And if it was, how did you get started and how did that come about? Well, I got started in the streets, but that's a different story. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so I got started in the streets, and I had mm -hmm. to come up. And when I came up out the streets, um, I was actually DJing first. So I went from DJing to producing music, and then from producing, I was always writing. I was always rapping, going from one corner to the next, mm -hmm. doing ciphers and things like that when I was younger, but um, it, it went from all that collectively to I went back hustling, one foot in the industry, one foot out, you know, bouncing back and forth. Didn't just didn't didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Do I want to? Do I still want to be in the streets? Uh huh. Or do I want to do music? And I just said no, I want to be in the streets. So at that time, I'm working in D'Agostino, but still doing my one two, and then. You know, when one day I said, you know what, let me just go full fledged, go hard with it and see what happens. Cause everybody kept coming to me. 
uh, my cousin Chaz, the entertainer, um, I guard, rest in peace. You know, I was dealing with a lot of people and I come from the Terror Squad family. So a lot of people that don't know that TS oh. is my, but TS is not the people that put me on. A lot of people would assume that Fat Joe's want to put me on. Fat Joe's my brother. That's my, that's my family. But Joey actually gave me a lot of advice. Mm. And I wear my team, I wear my Terror Squad flag, man, to the bone. But Terror Squad is Joey's brand, and Anya Music Group and Anya Film Group is my brand. Got you. Okay. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Let me give some quick shout outs real quick. Big shout out to Tell Mama on the check-in. UNG Radio over there in LA. We see y'all. Big shout out to King Charlie Prince. I'm sorry if y'all don't put your, your information up here. I don't know who's there. I just know that y'all are tuned in. So shout out to everybody that's tuned in and who's commenting on the live. So listen, so you 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 said that you you started. Um, basically DJing, you got into the music like that. Then you got, that's when you started getting into rapping. Terror Squad, you got your your information, well, knowledge from Fat Joe, but he didn't, like, I guess, put you on. You basically did that for yourself, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Okay. How did you get, how did you get up with Terror Squad? So we offer the same projects. Myself, Showbiz, Law Finesse, my cousin's Diamond D from Digging in the Crates. Joey, his whole family, um, and Coco, which, well, we, I, that's Cheryl to me, Coco to the SWV family, fans out there. Um, you know, we all help in the same projects. And to watch them elevate and grow at the time when they were doing their thing, you mm -hmm. know, it, it right for me to ask for a handout. You know, I remember when, when Coco and, and Lily and them was on uh, this channel called U68. Uh-huh. It was a, it was, it was like a, what would you call them? The cable stations, the channels that they have, um, like an independent cable station. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. I remember when they were on them, on on that platform. I remember when Joey did the Apollo. I remember when Diamond and all them. So it wouldn't have been right for me to ask for a handout when they had to put in blood, sweat, and tears to get where they're at. So Diamond gave me a lot of advice. Uh, Joey gave me a lot of advice, you know, and I just, I just, I just ran with the advice. I now, do you, do you think that, um, like you're respected more if you don't ask them to, to help you? Do you think people respect people in the industry more if you just kind of like do it on your own rather than asking for, you know, Hey, put me on. Yeah. Yeah. They really do, man. Because at the end of the day, nobody can ever say, Oh, he or she got put on by this one. no. He or she was grinding, hustling, doing what they was doing to get where they're at. Yes. Just affiliation with somebody doesn't mean that that person put them on, you know? So I really, I really did. I was really grinding and hustling and doing what I was doing. And I was, I was afforded a great music career. Got you. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this. When did you, was you signed to a label? If you was, what label was you signed to and what year did you get signed? What was your first deal? So my first deal was through Don Taylor and it was Universal Music Group, Bungalow Records. I was over there with Freddie Jackson, Latoya Jackson. Um, um, oh man, so many other people. And it was an honor to be over there at Universal. I was there for three years. And then from there, uh, Gil Chachkis and Mark Gavan, they had uh, what's the situation over at um, EMI? So from mm -hmm. there, 
I went over to EMI and um Neil Levine, big shout out to Neil Levine. Um, great guy, man. He was the president at that time. And it, it was it was a great situation, but it was uh short-lived because Sony was in talks of buying EMI. Mm -hmm. So one of my options and I optioned out so I don't lose my my publishing to get caught up in all that sale and all that political nonsense. And um Katy Perry was over there too. Katy Perry. Um, there was so many people over there at EMI. And then I transitioned from EMI over to Sony. And then Sony ended up buying EMI regardless. So I was just, it was, it was crazy. But at Sony, it was myself, Alanis Morissette, uh, Saigon, Mob D, and um quite a few other people that was over there. So it, it, it was it was a it was a great situation over at Sony. And uh -huh. we all being distributed through Red, which is Sony's distribution um out um arm, um independent arm. So just to have that situation, and I I, I want to say thank you to Gil Chotskis and Mark Van for even um considering me for not just one but two situations. Right, right. So why don't you tell us about that? Because I know that you are Grammy nominee and things like that. So give us a little history and give us the you know the songs for um for that. So. Sheila Smith, um, mm -hmm. she introduced me to Burt Padell. Now, at the time, I, I know the name is, is sort of like sticking here. I don't know why Burt Padell name kept sticking in my ear. Oh. And then Sheila's uh, fiance at the time was telling me uh, Burt Padell, uh, stash more cash than Burt Padell. Oh, well, the biggie. I said, oh, okay. So they took me up to Burt Padell's office down on John Street, his new office. It was on John Street in the Wall Street area, and we get to the office, and I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, his whole office goes, it, it had to be about 2,000 square feet, maybe 3,000 square feet worth of plaques and uh, wow. plaques on the wall for Michael Jackson because he worked with Michael Jackson for years, the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger when he left them, um, Madonna, Mariah Carey, you name it. Everybody was up there with Burt Padell. So when I was there, um, he, he, he gave me a lot of knowledge and he came on as not just my attorney, but as a business manager for myself. And he asked me what projects was I working on as a music producer as well. And I said, well, I'm working on this situation for uh, Cuban Link that I was, you know, I was doing something with Cuban Link, Triple Sace, Bone Crusher, Nicole Ray, um, and other people that I was producing at the time. Mm -hmm. and, me and Ron Browns was, was was doing some things together too at that time. He said, "Well, call Ron. I would love to meet Ron." And I called Ron. Ron came down. Browns came down quick. Like it, it was it wasn't even. I said, like, "Ron, look, Bert want to put us on his tour together. Yada yada, make it happen." And Ron came down with no problem. So big shout to Ron Browns, and it just went from there. So now that I'm in with Bert Padell. He's making phone calls. He got me in the studio with Sting and his production team and Kelly Clarkson and her production team. And that's where, whenever you see my Grammy nominations in parentheses, it's that shit. Okay. Okay. I, I would never take credit for something that I, that, how should I put it? You can't take credit if you didn't do all the work by yourself. Right, right. Teamwork make the dream work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Understood. Understood. Okay. Yeah. All right. Big shout out to Money Takers. That must be your peoples over there on the check-in. <clears throat> um, 
So yes, yeah, so Mikey J, listen, you so you with doing music and and DJing and stuff like that. When did you decide, or what even made you want to get into filming? What made you go in that lane? Oh man, um, I've always been a connoisseur of films, a connoisseur of films. Um, I've always been in love with cinema since Superman, since Star Wars, since Alien. Um, I mean, you, since the Gremlins. I've always been a connoisseur of cinema. I always you took it back. <laughs> yeah. He went way back, y'all. He said the yeah. gremlins. <laughs> always mm -hmm. want to be involved in cinema. And uh -huh. always said one day I hope to make my own films, but I never thought that it would actually come into fruition. I've always just I didn't I didn't I was indecisive about a lot of uh life moves that I wanted to do. I was all over the place. You know, I had one foot in the industry, one foot, I'm I'm selling narcotics, distributing narcotics, you know, one foot in this, one foot in that. And then Joey sat me down one day. He's like, yo, you got to decide what you want to do. And we was all at dinner. And I was like, yo, yada, yada. He said, yo, I know you're doing this, you're doing that. And after that talk, next thing you know, I'm judging Freestyle Friday on 106 Park three times. Um, How'd you get on 106 in Park? How did you um, get on there? I was booked. They had booked me as a um, as a uh, celebrity, I guess, uh, judge, a celebrity guest judge. And I was first booked by D'Angelo Jones. Mm -hmm. And the first two times was D'Angelo Jones. Okay. And then the second, the third time was Marquetta. Marquetta Moore. So Marquetta, after she booked me, that's when I... um. It was um I was ended up becoming BT's producer of the week on Rap City. Nice, nice. Okay, all yeah. right. So, so I it was a great relationship, and to this day I have some great relationships, you know, from people that are no longer with BT or it's, I think like two of them are still affiliated with BT, but it, it was it was a great great situation, and I'm I'm proud of that. Matter of fact, it's funny because the first time I judged Freestyle Friday. The, uh, I had this Yankee fitted, right? Uh-huh. It was dope. It was the first, I was the first one with it. I had to meet up with Joey at the limelight after that. And uh -huh. right after that, I went to the limelight and uh he like, yo, we get that hat from. I need that. So I asked that's how I know the year and all that when it comes to that. It was 07, uh 08, and 2010. Got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and and all of that, the, the stamp on that for the date is because of that hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> he said the hat, that's what make you remember. Okay, I got it. <laughs> that's funny how certain things can make you remember stuff. Big, yeah. Oh, you got it. Yeah, big shout out to God, Son of Pharaoh on the check-in. We see y'all. Listen, we want to remind you guys, if you tune in right now, make sure you share this live. Share it, text it, so it can reach more people, so other people can see and know what's going on. Mikey J, I want people um, to see your work because your work is amazing. And um, and we're going to talk about your film, Keys and Cuffs. I mean, you have other films as well, too. But right now, you are putting out a film called Keys and Cuffs. And he got a joint that we got here, right? Phenomenon. That's right. So um, you got those two joints, all right? <laughs> what we're going to do is I want to play 
your trailer. Uh, I want people to see the trailer for Keys and Cuffs, and then I want to come back and I want to talk about that. All right. So, guys, share this live right now. We are about to play the trailer for his new movie that he produced, filmed the whole nine yards. His brother do it all. And um, yeah, let's get into that. Y'all need Well, I definitely supply and demand. In fact, the only reason why you're sitting directly across from me is because Rico trusted Cream. And Cream. I trust you. And my name is not today. What? You police? Fuck you on, bitch! Nigga, fuck that milk! Yo, you're ugly! How? This is bullshit! Captain Minetti wants me to go meet up with a young lady who's infiltrated Ivan Petros' organization. Police, put your fucking hands up. Sit down! Sit down! Drop it, motherfucker! I am officiating. I'm refereeing this game. Look, man, are we gonna talk business or are we gonna play cards? Because I got better shit to do. What the fuck is that cop killing, bitch? Hey, yo, I heard you looking for me. Suspect, black female. Police! Put your hands up right now! Right now! What the fuck do you think this is? What this is, is you violating my constitutional right. Oh no! Antonio! Go call a fucking ambulance! Now! Man, to meet your maker. I'm going to paint. This store with your fucking face. Yo, man, my man fucking me. Man, I don't know what the fuck you talking about, hey, yo, man. Open your fucking mouth, pussy. How do you live with that shit? Soup, yo. That look. So good, okay? I'm trying to tell you right now, um, I can't wait to see it when it come out. Won't you talk to us about it? When is when is that coming out? Keys and Cuffs comes out May of this year. Okay. And where 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 would people be able to uh watch it? So we're doing a uh city to city, state to state theatrical premiere, red carpet premiere tour. Okay. There. I'm going to uh, entertain the film festivals. And then from the film festivals, we'll stream it on my website. And then I'm going to entertain uh, some of the situations that I already had put forth a while back. Um, it could be what we have. We have um, from Netflix to, uh, to Hulu and Amazon Prime. Got you. Okay, great, great, great. That's dope. That is so dope. So um, now... Talk to us about what made you want to do Keys and Cuffs. Like, how'd you come up with that idea, the cast member, etc.? Wow. <laughs> so, Keys and Cuffs was originally, was supposed to be about two NYPD female black detectives. It Ooh. was never supposed to be a male, a male detective. Uh, we were having problems casting for the second detective. 
So, okay. Said, you know what? I'll tell you what. I know the character. I can, with the flick of a pen, I can change some wording. And henceforth, Detective Antonio Cuffs instead of uh, Detective Gloria Cuffs. So now that you have um, the uh, keys and cuffs, the uh, characters together, then I started building the storyline. And I wanted to build a storyline that would make sense to the community, mm -hmm. the community, as well as bring light to situations that's going on throughout the world, which is the um, the narcotics did, uh, selling in, in the black neighborhoods, um, and then the, the sex trade of black American women being shipped mm. overseas. So mm. us, what I did was I took two stories, intertwined them, and they crashed. And it it really came out dope. I'm I'm and I, I'll be very honest with y'all. I'll be very, very honest. Raph, I'm gonna be brutally honest. Okay. As for action packed for action films, dramatic films. This first release of mine is going to set the precedent, and it's one of my best that I've shot compared to everything that I've shot prior. And everything that I shot prior was good, but it wasn't great. Okay. Okay. This in cuffs is amazingly great, and I, I really got to give it up to the cast because I can sit there and write a script all day, but when you got the cast doing the dialogue and you see it being brought to fruition and they're doing their thing, I want to give them a round of applause, man, because without that cast and without my crew, Keys and Cuffs would just be another script sitting there probably. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. Listen, now you said that this one is the best because you've done other ones, and I've seen uh, other stuff that you've done before. You sent it to me, and the other stuff looks great to me as well. Would you say that um, over time, the reason that this one is better because you've learned certain things in the process from the prior ones? Um, was the cast different that made it better? Or And it's not a shot at the other cast. I don't want to uh, come off like that. But what is it that makes the, that made this one better than the other ones? It, it, it's an overall collective of a lot of things. Um, mm -hmm. from, from, from me as the producer and the director, it was a lot of technical things. Mm -hmm. um, it could be something with the audio or something visually that I didn't like at all. And with the cast, the the the, the cast from the previous Keys and Cuffs was good. They they were good. Okay. Um, the problem with the previous cast was, you know, some people had punctuality problems. Some people were supposed to be on set with us. They were on another set with somebody else. So I said, you know what? Everything is trial and error. I went through the I went I went through the trials and errors. Now mm -hmm. something great. And I've got a great cast who is more spiritually positive and more faith, more faith driven and dedicated and committed. And I I, I really just gotta give it up. I really gotta give it up to this cast and, and to the prior cast who actually got me ready to do this because by them, um doing some of the things they've done that they mm -hmm. had done that made me see what not to bring on to my next production. They really got me ready for this. So I got to give a big up to them as well.
Gotcha. Now, okay. Now, how long did it take you to learn how to do everything you've learned in film? Because you know, I, you know, music is just saying you get in the booth. If you got it, you got it. But music, it takes a. Uh, I mean, filming, you got to deal with different personalities and getting everybody to be in the right spot. How did you learn how to do that? Oh, man. Um, it, it's trial and error. It's trial and error. A lot of things I didn't know already. Um, I did go to college. In New well, the College of New Rochelle is one of the schools I went to. And when I got, I was taking up communications. And one of the courses I had to take was uh, camera, video camera usage. So for me shooting my videos, my music videos and watching other people um, that I'm paying shoot my music videos. My one, I'm paying you. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to observe. I'm going to, I'm going to get on the job training. And then uh, being taught by this particular professor I had who was nominated for Emmys and all this, uh, all this other stuff. Um, I learned how I learned angles over the back. You know, different, different, many different angles, and I, I just paid attention, and I just did my due diligence, and I, I, I absorbed all that information and knowledge from him, and I just ran with it, and then years later, I'm, I'm seeing, okay, this is not as easy as he said it would be, but I'm gonna do my due diligence because I don't give up, you know. Um, I didn't go to school to learn how to use a cannon how to use a Sony, how to use the black magic or the red. I, I I would actually pull the pull the camera and I'll just start um, examining the camera and I go on YouTube and I'm watching the, those tutorials and I'm just doing everything by trial and error and henceforth it, it's it feels great to be a master at a, on, on a video camera. It feels great to know that you are a master at a cam using the camera. So you're self-taught. Yeah. Okay, that's dope. That is dope, you know. Um, and it takes a lot of hard work and discipline and dedication to be self-taught. That means you must really have a passion and love what you're doing and really want it to work. Um, so that hard work obviously is paying off and it shows in your work, which is great. Um, <clears throat> big shout out to Shaquille cause Shaquille on the check-in. Listen, I want to get to a couple of questions that some people have for you. So Shaquille asks, can you bring that question back up? Um, uh, what was it like getting a reward from Barack Obama? Oh man. Um, Wayne Winston out of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, it, it was, I, I didn't know. I was invited to a gala mm -hmm. and when I got there, um, next thing you know, I'm being honored. Um, what was it? It's the Heritage Award. It was it was the Heritage Award. And, okay. You know, it said this is from Barack Obama for your contributions uh, to society as um, a philanthropist and everything else you're doing. And I'm like, wow, this is. It, it was it was really a. Um, it was it was a surreal experience, you know. It was really surreal, and I'm, I'm blessed to have that. 
Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, that that's definitely something dope to get that from Barack Obama. I think, you know what I mean? A lot of people would love to have something like that. So shout out to you for that, because obviously you are somebody. I know you, you talked about your history and your past and some of the things that you've done in the streets as far as street pharmacists, but you got out of that and then you went back to the communities and started giving back and, and helping people in the communities as well too, right? So you kind of did a 360. I, no, actually, uh... Uh, a, a 180 because I didn't go back to narcotics. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. He said, Don't bring that shit back around, okay? We have it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm a man that lives in his truth. You yes. Know? Here, here I am. I'm, I'm poisoning the communities across, across the state lines. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to be knowing God and loving God at the same time. God doesn't like hip hypocrites. God doesn't like, you know, suckers. God sucker free. So there was a time in my life where I had to say, yo, I can't serve two masters. Mm, mm. You know, um, loving God, but I'm out here, you know, doing what I'm doing across state lines. So one day I was I was making a particular move. And my boy got in the car. He handed me a brick in front of the wrong person. Um, and she looked at me. And she didn't speak to me for about a month or two. But I, um, I'm happy that to this day, she had forgiven me. Mm. And mm. She, she's a testament to my entire life. <laughs> she's a testament. So here I am. I'm being acknowledged for all the work that I'm doing in these communities. You got to grow. You cannot continue to be on a path of darkness and negativity. Mm. If you're not growing in the light that's being shined upon you, then you will forever be lost and trying to find your way through darkness like someone who's blind. So mm. I had to find, do I want to be a king for my son, which I was, which I was born into royalty? as every other black man in America. So either I'm going to be a king and a leader, or I'm going to continue to be doing buff committing buffoonery and sins. Mm. So I had to make a choice. You know, I've, I've done enough jail time um, here and there, Rikers Island, Queens House. I was up, you know, um, the boat. I did enough time to, to last me a lifetime. So I had to make a decision, man. And Joey was right. Joey was right. And I'm glad I actually did that 180 because now I utilize my past to deter the youth from a future that I was living. Mm. That's that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And I hope that people listening. Yeah, that's a message. <laughs> it sure is. That's a great message. Um, and I hope that somebody hears it that really need to hear it because making that change, like some people think that they're stuck. And sometimes some and when I say that, you got a lot of people, even still to this day, they feel like there's no way out or there's no other solution. But you are a living example of what it is to be able to turn your life around and be able to create great things and be a leader at the same time so that's that's really a blessing man for real yeah. hats off to you for that yeah free that's free game right there yeah and i i'll tell y'all you know no one really knows your story until they sit down and have a conversation with you and that's Absolutely. why 
black and brown Americans, we have to break that cycle and deprogram ourselves from the Jim Crow. Don't assume someone's situation until you sit down and converse with them. No one would, no one would ever believe that I was homeless, man. No one would ever, unless you was there, I got shot four times. It wasn't meant for me, but I got hit up four times. Um, I've been through hell and back with gasoline drawers on, Mm. I, and, I, and I made it. And that's when I realized God got plans for me. And whatever mm. plan is, I, I, I have to let it come to fruition on God's time, not my time. God brought, I believe that God brought people to me for, for a reason. And the devil brought people to me for a reason, whether it was uh, people opening up for me uh, when I was touring or people that I put in my films. And I look at it now like it's I, I used to think that it was me. No, it's, it's it wasn't me. People just block their blessings. People look at you as if you're the the, the Messiah with mm. the complex. You know, no one owes anyone anything except for information and knowledge to be passed on. I love it. I love it. I got it. Man, listen. Yeah, that's what's up. Beautiful, beautiful man. I'm loving the message. I'm loving the Listen, now, even talking to you now, I spoke to you before and stuff like that, but just hearing all this, you know what I mean? It really, like, also, it makes me see you even a little bit more different than I see you before because I didn't know some of this stuff, you know what I mean? So I definitely respect you and everything that you got going on, um, and and we're going to keep continuing to support you because I think you have so much to give to the people, and you've given us great content with not just... Uh, um, film, but also with your music as well. A uh, big shout out to Demo Wet on the check in. We see you, D. Um, <clears throat> uh, you mom and G. Gloria. Yes, we shout out to mom. She said, Hallelujah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Thank God for his servant that you are not ashamed to tell the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. another story being told is a lot of a lot of brothers who are in your situation don't go back to the hood to help out. They just be like, I'm out. Fuck it. You know, <laughs> excuse my language. But that's, you know, that's another thing that we need to get out of. Is that once we get once we leave, we we don't go back to bring everybody to help out others. Exactly. And uh Shaquille said, um, just just so you know. Uh, Mikey J, big up to you for going back to the Bronx, working with the NAACP and the Nonviolent Movement. Okay, all yeah. right. <laughs> yes, I'm the I'm the spokesperson for the NAACP's the four one on five zero campaign since 2015. Nice. I'm a United Nations Peace Ambassador with the UN, um, and I have my organization, Dynamic Artists for Peace. So big shout out to Shaquille for, for, for recognizing that. I, I appreciate that, King. I really do. But like, mm. Ms., uh, her name is what, Miss Gloria? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I have to live in my truth. Um, I'm the one driving the bus that people trying to throw me under. So I'm going mm. to put my, my laundry out there because that's what we all have to do. I'm not a person that would judge anyone else. That's for God to do. I would rather let everyone know my truth because you never know what someone has been through. I, I have this moniker, and I'm going to let um, a lady Miss take it from here. There's this moniker that I have, this philosophy, and I it, it says behind every success story, there's an empowering story. 
So to have all the success that I have and the, the wealth that I've been blessed with, the most thing, the most dearest thing I hold to my heart is making sure people got toys under their tree every year or mm-hmm. feeding someone or getting people together, putting people together. I love bringing people together. Like, you know, I told one person, I'm not the plug. I'm the, I'm the mother effing outlet. <laughs> I like that. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like that. Okay. All right. Dope. Um, what advice would you give to somebody that's in the same lane as you, rather it's music or doing films or a community leader? What would you tell somebody that's trying to get in the same lane as you? Um, first off, the first thing I would tell them is you got to have a, a positive spiritual connection with the higher power, which is God, um, Jehovah. Yeah, you got to pray every day. You got to have faith. That's the first thing I would tell anybody. Without faith, without having God involved in your plans and your dreams, you're going to be stagnant in yourself. You're going to be blocking your own blessings. You got to include God. Uh, Second thing is allow a hater to be a hater. Allow a disbeliever to disbelieve and allow a naysayer to be a naysayer. People are creatures of habit. So allow them to be who they are, but utilize that 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 energy to keep your engine going. Don't look at it as a depressing situation. My family not supporting me. My friends not supporting me. I got all these haters. I got all. These. So what? Use it as an engine to keep your car going. Because at the end of the day, there's a million people out there who would love to know and see what you have. So never take no for an answer. Keep going, keep pushing, and allow yourself to grow as a as a creator, as a rapper, as a singer. Don't put yourself in a box. Allow yourself to grow. Allow mm-hmm. yourself to be an independent thinker, an independent breeder. Breed your content. Breed your creations. Don't be afraid to think outside of the box. Just get it out there and let God do the rest. You do what you do. God going to do the rest. Mm. I like that. I like that. Great, great, great um, <clears throat> advice for the people, for everybody coming up, whoever, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. that, that can go for anybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, uh, one thing about mm-hmm. that, because you mentioned haters, you know, one thing about haters is, and I re- it's exactly what you said is, let them watch because they're still watching no matter how much they're hating. They're still <laughs> watching. That is so true. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. There was a time, and I want to say shout out to my entire PR team, uh, Miriam Graham, Nicole Lester, Captain Rosen, but particularly Nicole Lester. <laughs> I'll never forget this. I used to go ham on it. And on Facebook, if someone came at me, I went ham on them. But then Bella Ray, and Nicole would say, why are you entertaining mm-hmm. Hmm. who don't matter to what you're doing? <laughs> who don't matter to your life? Yes. To those who are mattering genuinely for you. So I had to stop clapping back because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 
I'm cut from a particular cloth. So I always felt like I didn't take disrespect in the street. I didn't take disrespect behind bars. Why am I going to take disrespect on social media? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to break those chains of bondage and and and, and get out the enslaved mentality of, of the social media situation. Because social media, I call it social tainment. Entertainment mm. and that is together. So, you know, that's where I'm at with, with all that. That 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 hatery and all that, man. I I I just can't do it anymore, man. I can't. It, it just slows you down. Mm, okay. All right. That's what's up. Now, um, Mikey J, we got your song Phenomenon right now, and we all we're about to play that. So give us a little information about this song and how it came about. I just want to do something for New York, um, on a on a on a club level, something that I felt New York was missing. And New York is putting out a lot of great music. Papoose is straight dropping dope albums. Yeah. Um, the Locks, Nas. But I just, I did this beat about 10 years ago. I did this beat. I did this track 10 years ago. Wow. 10 years? Yeah, about 10 years. And I always said, I'm going to do something to it. So one day I'm listening to LL Cool J's Phenomenon. And I'm like, All right, yo, I would, I would. That's one of my favorite songs. I'm gonna do an updated version with a different spin on the hook. So even iTunes at first and Spotify and all of them, they wouldn't upload the song. So we had to email them to listen to the song. They had to put the songs together. I, I swear I got the email. For real? Yeah, they, they blocked the song. They blocked the song. Wow. They get a Jenny at iTunes. Um uh, Craig Mel, uh, Craig and Melvin over at Spotify. It's just everybody that's, and thank you to Def Jam, my distributor as well. So, the song is just a New York song. I want to do. I'm doing a video. If you've seen Craig Mack Flavor in Your Ear remix, that's mm -hmm. how for phenomenon. Oh yeah, wow! Okay, okay, all right. So that's wow. That's crazy that they blocked it. That's that's because people like use stuff and sample stuff all day. So that's kind of bugged out that they well, did that. They didn't. They didn't. They they. The title is spelled different, but they oh. because of the title and the 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 the, the song, uh, the the hook. They thought it was the same one as LL Cool J's. And when they found out, when we emailed them, like, hey, Jenny and guys, listen, this is not that. They released the song, and I'm proud that it's out. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So before we get into that, Mikey J, is there anything that we didn't ask you that you want people to know? And is there any shout outs that you have? Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to let y'all know that my film, Hopeless Romantic, my first romantic all black um, um, cast love story. It's mm -hmm. coming March. I'll give a definitive date publicly soon. Um, but I want to just give a shout out to yourself because maybe the, the, mm -hmm. the public don't know, but Lady Miz did a hell of a job in Keys uh -huh. and <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm proud of her for what she done. Very uh, it was it was easy to direct her. She took direction, easy to coach her, and she has a natural ability to continue to do this in front of the camera as well. Um, thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you for allowing me and giving me the opportunity to be in your film. Um, that was an amazing opportunity for me. So thank you for that. Now you're welcome. And big shout out to uh, Bella Ray, Shawnee Williams, Britton Carter, 
Donna Worthy Hines, the entire cast of Keys and Cuffs, the entire cast of Hope Traumatic. Um, if I if I didn't say it again, I'm gonna say it again and again and again. If I didn't say it, I'm gonna say it again and again. I want to thank God and Jesus Christ for allowing me to have the skills and the abilities and the talents to do what I do. Thank you to everybody on the check-in. I ask y'all to just follow me. Uh, my social medias will, will definitely put up. And thank you everybody that's tuned in. Keys and Cuffs, May 2022. We're casting right now for Time Matters. Anyone that wants to be in any of my films, email a 60-second monologue of something dramatic and or comedic or both. A-I-G-N-E filmcasting at yahoo.com and please put a direct contact number. Say that again. Repeat that to where they're going to send because actually Shaquille and I think some other people that's on here was asking how they can get in your movies. So please repeat that one more time and we're going to put it on the screen. Alright. You guys I appreciate y'all for wanting to um be, be part of what I'm doing. The email is A-I G and as in Nancy, E as in Edward, filmcasting at yahoo.com. A I G N E, filmcasting at yahoo.com. Attention, Mr. Britton, B R I T T O N Carter, A P backslash T D, A P for associate producer, T D for talent director. Okay. All right. Guys, so um, make sure y'all, that's, that's the email right there, right? Make sure that's right. That's the email. If you guys are interested and you want to um, go on there, <clears throat> send him an email. Um, I know you said to attention who again? Oh, Mr. Britton Carter. He's the associate producer and the talent director for Anya Film Group, my company. B-R-O-N. Okay. Got it. Okay. Britton Carter. All right. So there y'all have it, guys. That's the email if you guys are interested. And make sure you send over some work or if you have experience so he can see what y'all got going on. Um, also, I want to make sure if people want to get in touch with you and you want people to follow you and see what you got going on, where do you want people to go? Tell us where you want people to follow you at. You know, it's funny, uh, Lady Miz and Ray. I just started going on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it it's okay <laughs> it's never too late <laughs> they can definitely hit my instagram mikey j's ig m-i-k-e-y-j-a-y yeah mikey j's ig just like that mm -hmm. or mikey j i pop right up m-i-k-e-y space j-a-y um it's the american flag and the trinidadian flag um on my page that's how you know it's me um, okay go from there you can hit my um Twitter at Team Mikey J and YouTube Mikey J TV from there. Got you, got you, got you. There we have it. That's everything up there on the screen. If you um are listening, then make sure y'all write that down. Mikey J is spelled M I. K-E-Y-J-A-Y for those who are listening but not watching, just so you get that um then um correct spelling of it now um big shout out to nini on the check-in i see you and big shout out to al mosley over there i see you queen stand up in the building big shout out to tyler mix on the check-in make sure you guys share this live right now we are going to get into um and tyler mix is actually uh also in the film too big shout out to tyler mix <laughs> he did his thing he's in the trailer yes yes <laughs> he did his thing on there yes um 
we're going to get into your joint. So um, I want to say this one thing. UNG radio station over there on the West Coast. Make sure I want to connect you with him. This brother is, is super dope. He got so much going on. Um, I know he's uh, planning to kind of, I guess, make some changes, but he has a radio station. So even getting a phenomena, uh, phenomenal Say it for me. Phenomenon. I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Um, getting that over to him, having him play it over there on that side of, uh, of the world would be dope too. This brother, um, Boucher, I'm going to call him. You know what I mean? The big homie madman, a.k.a. Boucher over there on the West Coast. Uh, make sure you check him out. That would be somebody that uh, you, would, I think, would connect with and do vibe with. And I'll be on the West Coast February 23rd. Um, I'll be in Vegas for three TV shows out, three TV interviews out there because the tour started, oh. press tour started, so. Oh, okay. I mean, listen, I, I'm going to link you with him. Maybe you never know. Y'all might could get up. When I went, went out to L.A., he interviewed me when I was out there on his show, Um, and he's dope, and he, he's, yeah. he's, he, listen, he supports, and he's definitely about supporting indie artists, indie films, and all of that stuff, yo. This, so he's an amazing uh guy. Oh. All right, so listen. Let's go ahead and get into your joint, Mikey J. We want to thank you so much for coming on here from the Ground Up Productions. We appreciate everything that you got going on. We love your work. We love what you're doing. Continue to keep blessing us. Continue to stay with God and letting him guide you. I think that is an amazing thing that you are doing. You are a leader out there in the community, and you also are setting the, the groundwork for those that's coming after you. So we appreciate you and everything that you have. And, um... Why don't you go ahead and introduce your song? And we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want to play that, and then we getting up out of here. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is my new joint, Phenomenon. Enjoy it, and I appreciate the love. Peace. Straight, black race, in and out of lanes, Gucci black frames, damn lanes, won't say your name, like jump, might get propane, ah. boom, ba-ba, real shot to mine, man, I fool, man, I die, ah. hand on the wheel, left game downshift, trip to Brazil, ah. coast to coast, got it on me, homie, don't stand too close, ah. got your girl on the rock, wetter than the aggro, hit her off from the drop, uh. Big drip, big bread, money flow, big tips, big bread. Big I talk hella, never cap. I'm not with this. I'm something like a phenomenon. 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 Lights, camera, action. Took time off, I'm back from relaxing. On my big back, popping through the club on some zigzag. Paddock on the wrist, hand in the air, lighting up in his. I ain't worried about these weirdos, goof flames, flaming double zeros. Me a true dandada, cloud wire, guasp your I'm not the one to play with. Has all up in your main shit. We are not the same. You're some ringway brothers, bozos in the game. <laughs> I would never take a loss. Check this up, not 
the block or pop something like a phenomenon. 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 I'm 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 something like a phenomenon. Phenomenon. Peace, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. We see y'all next time. Later. We hope you enjoyed your time with From the Ground Up Productions. We'll see you next time. Be sure to add our channel to your Roku list and listen to us on all streaming platforms. From the Ground There's only one way to go from here.